are back. Not only are we back, but more importantly, hockey is back. Finally. How do we feel, Alex, about that? I am too excited. As am I. Uh, we have a guest today. Returning, we have Daniel. Daniel, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me again. Oh, I am so excited. As it's, am I. It's good to have another Leaf fan here. <laughs> Uh, well, you know, there's plenty of talk about uh, with Toronto, of course. Uh, yeah, of course. Um, we'll get to them a little later. There's a lot to talk about. Um, I have quite a few things to say. There's There were some signings. Uh, not a lot of trade. Not No trades, unfortunately. Uh, hey, let's not forget Antoine Bebo got traded. Okay? Uh, we don't care about that. <laughs> that was a huge um, one. We're going to talk about some waiver <laughs> stuff, of course. Uh, yeah. We're going to talk about some games from last night. We're going to preview a game for tonight. And I've got little bits and pieces that I'm sprinkling around. Uh, I guess, first of all, guys, um, me, you, Alex, Daniel, and a friend of ours named Josh went to the uh, live 31 Thoughts podcast show yeah. earlier this week. So yeah. why don't we talk about that and how fun it was, eh? Well, I guess I have to start with it was awesome. Elliot Friedman remembered you. <laughs> yeah, Elliot Friedman remembered Didn't remember me. Track. Pardon? You were pretty starstruck. Yeah, I was pretty starstruck. Yeah. I mean, like, I was starstruck the first time. And you think, like, I don't know, maybe, like, going the second time. No, no. By the way, what you mean starstruck? is they had a recording where they did a live show last year. Yeah, we yeah. Were for, Me did, and Alex were. Did, we went. And I remember you guys, they had the break. And, like, I was just, I think, who was I staring at? I was staring at, I think I was staring at Chris Johnston. Yeah. Like, I was just in awe of listening to him talk about the Leafs. And you're like. Alex, we, we're going to go get some food. I'm like, okay. And I just, like, didn't move. Yeah. I'm like, oh, God. Like, it's like, these are, like, the guys, like, we listen to. Or, like, yeah. these are the guys that we get most of our information from. Uh, so it's quite incredible to, like, just be, like, five feet from them. Yeah. Uh, of course, the first half of the show was a 31 Thoughts Eastern and Western Conference preview with jeff merrick and elliot friedman yeah um that then, was awesome yeah it was it, it was really good like they didn't talk about montreal that much was i was a little <laughs> heartbroken about no, and i remember i looked directly at you and friedman all of you did i felt Fre when friedman <laughs> skipped the halves i know you went no like, it was merrick was it merrick who skipped yes the halves? oh merrick when merrick jeff merrick skipped the halves i looked the right for a while well yeah because there was yeah. a bruins fan there that was yeah. funny the one bruins fan in attendance yeah the one Bruins fan in this city. Yes. Um, obviously, I have to bring this up. Are I you bringing up the dangle thing? Uh, yeah. So, okay. Well, well, this will, I guess. I yeah, guess go through the first half of the show before the, we go to the yeah, second Yeah, like right? the first half was really good. Uh, the second half was a Leafs preview mm -hmm. with... Um, Gord Stelic is host. Gord Stelic is host, which I've never seen this man get so mad so quickly. Uh, he was talking. Who was he talking about? Uh, he was talking about Matthews Ice Time Game Seven. Uh, Steve Steve Dangle was there. Cringed. Cringed every moment. Sorry about that. So, someone at the door. Okay. Cringed at everything Gord Stelic said. Uh, A.K. By that, him talk. Gord Stelic, of course, former GM of the Leafs, talking about stuff like how they didn't draft Sackick, and you just saw Steve's oh, head go down. God. He lost sleep because of that. Uh, something he we should. A hug. But we he all needed... love Luke Richardson. 
If he's listening. <laughs> Get that guy needed a hug. Give Steve, us a shout out there. Steve needed a hug. Uh, quickly, we should mention, I, I feel bad I forgot to mention this. We're not in Alex's basement today. No. We're actually uh, at a room at the, R- the RCC Rogers Communication Center in Ryerson. Uh, yeah. This is actually a bit of an emergency pod because uh, we were trying to get one out before the end of the season, of course. The start of the season. Um, it fits my schedule. Sorry, Thank you yeah. guys. Yeah, and Daniel, hopefully, we're going to have a lot on a lot more. And he... He's bending around his schedule to be on here today, actually. So, yeah, so the second half of the show, of course, yeah, and also Chris Johnson mentioned and earlier Chris was Johnson, on it. Yeah. So I have to bring it up. Uh, I think Adam, I, I have it written in my notes as Adam said the most beautiful thing ever. So after, Steve after the show, of course. Well, first there was an intermission before yeah. the thirty-one thoughts part to the Leafs preview, and also I went to Elliot Freeman. I got to talk. I talked to him about some Seattle stuff, and uh, he complimented my red Vans. What did he? What did? What did you ask him about Seattle? Uh, I asked why we weren't talking about it, but he's like, well, because it's two seasons away, and by the way, the expansion rules for this the draft this, and all that are, are the, the same. same. And yeah, and and then yeah, he complimented my shoes, and which is really awesome. So he may have remembered you, but he, but he liked my shoes. Your shoes. He liked we're, my we're shoes. Best friends. That's what that's what you're getting at, right? Our close friends. personal friends, Jeff Merrick, Elliot Freeman, <laughs> and I, I, I. Of course, I talked to Jeff Merrick afterwards too. He had this crazy idea of how the Leafs should have announced the captaincy last yeah. night. Of of everyone comes out in this seat, that and I thought it was the funny. best thing ever. And yeah, I would funny. have it where like the. Some of them aren't sold on the best, so they slowly fall off until it's Matthews. Um, Morgan Riley and John Tavares and at the Freddy. very end. And Freddie yeah. Gauthier. And Freddie Gauthier. Freddy Gauthier. Freddy Gauthier. Freddy Gauthier. Freddy Gauthier. Yeah. Scored last night, but oh, of course. God. And then they all rip it off at the same time, but then Tavares would have a second C yeah. underneath. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was really awesome. It was really nice to talk to those guys. I got some advice about hosting that from Jeff Merrick. Of course, for those of you who don't know, it's Adam Wilde and Jeff Merrick are probably the two guys I try and be a host like, of course. So it was, it was really cool getting to talk to him. And then in the yeah. second half, of course... We all wanted to talk to Steve. Now, for mm-hmm. some context here, of course, we went to this first show last um, for last hockey season. I was terrified talking to American Freeman. I've yeah. met Steve twice before that show, and I was terrified both times. But when we went on Tuesday, I thought, okay, I'm going to st- tell Steve that you love him. That I that you, you love basically. Him. No, let's just basically so put it out there. You love go him. ahead, Alex. Yeah, now that we have some context. Uh, alumni, Steve Dangle. Yeah, right. Yeah. Alumni, Steve. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. Like, I, I don't know about you, Daniel. But, like, yeah, someone was going to... I thought someone was going to start crying. I, I, I couldn't figure... Like, him, Adam, or me, like, someone was crying there. And and I'm like, I don't even know what to say. Like, I, I was speechless. Basically, what I did is it's it's very simple. The very reason... Simple. I want to I talk about sports for a living. Hockey, yes, specifically. So do I. And, and I think Daniel does, too. Yes. And I think we can all say that a big part of that influence was Steve Dangle. Oh, and I, sure. I told him... That if Whenever... I, I'm expecting at some point, point in my life that in an interview, I'm going to be asked, why do you want to do what you want to do? Right. And I am of a very strong opinion that here at Ryerson and at any class, any school that offers some sort of sort of radio, broadcast, sport media, journalism program, if they interview students like the sport media program does here, more and more of them over the next few years are going to, sta- are going to say Steve Dangle. Steve Dangle is the reason why. So I wanted him to know. And he was super humble about it. He was like, no, you're the reason. You worked hard. But honestly, I would not be here without Steve Dangle. Yeah, and I think, yeah. yeah, I think it's fair to say that there are a lot of people, including some more in this room, that feel the same way. Oh, I definitely agree. I mean, I can remember the day, like, I... 
um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. Like, I'm like, oh, I'm going to do business. I'm going to do business. And then I don't really, I can't even explain to you where the thought came in to doing this. But I remember the day I'm like, I'm doing this like forever. Like, I'm going to talk about sports. I'm going to write about sports. I was literally sitting and listening to the Steve Daniel podcast. Yeah. Yeah. I've been listening to the show, I think, the Steve Daniel podcast since 2015. And it's just, it's, it's something you look forward to every week. Daniel, you, you, I want to ask you about Steve. I love him. <laughs> Good. As much I'm as that. I like going to the 31 Thoughts uh, live showing. You know, I, Sportsnet, you know, it's good. But you and me, I always talked about it. I was always been a Bob McKenzie. Yes. Who just got extended for a yes. few more years. Congrats, Congratulations Bob, to Bob. Yeah. Yes. But, you know, Sportsnet, it's, it's changing my mind a lot. Elliot, you know, great guy. Introduced himself to everyone. And, you know, him and Merrick, great, great dynamic. Uh, oh, yeah, sure. something we should mention. The first show we went to last season and this one, of course, to start uh, – Elliot Freeman went around, shaked everyone's hand, introduced himself. Uh, just a just a pure class act. Oh, for sure. Uh, I guess move on from that. Just final thoughts. Shout out to them, and of course their producer Amal Delich yeah. and everyone else <laughs> who works at the Sportsnet um, Grill there. Um, Annie, who I believe is there, the, like the the event coordinator there. I know I'm forgetting some people, but shout out to everyone who put that together. They did a fantastic job. Especially there. who served Daniel all his. All his uh, Seven, seven. Yeah. Seven up. Thank so, you. Oh my God. Let's yeah. Let's let's bring this up quickly. So so like Josh got a ginger ale. I got a thing of Pepsi. I got some water. Alex got some water, and we have all our cans. Daniel comes back with a glass with ice and a damn slice of of what was it? Lemon. Uh, lime. Of lime. No, but the best part is the when we started the second half, I was with him. I was filling my water. He's like, yeah, can I have uh, another 7-Up? Uh, and then he grabs a glass of water, too. So he's holding a glass <laughs> of <laughs> water, a glass of water, a, a nice cup of, like, ice, and, his, and then the 7-Up can. Just walking in, yeah. like, casually. You were a total G, casually. Daniel. <laughs> Jesus it was so fun. It was so funny. Um, just I guess moving on then. But yeah, great evening. Shout out to all those involved. Um, guys, today is a very special day. Not only is it Montreal's so first game of the season. Was a very special day. We'll get to last night in a second, of course. Um, I want to say happy birthday oh to the God. Habs puppy Flambo. Yeah, happy birthday. Happy I, birthday. I love you, Flambo. <laughs> I got to hold him once, and it was oh, it's just such a good boy. Um. Quickly, I want to talk a bit about about the St. Louis Blues. Um, okay. Just just very very quickly, I yeah. watched, of course, their banner raising last night, and I, 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 it's the first time I've ever actually watched a live one before because Montreal has always played, and I'm not lying, I I cried. You cried. I cried watching it. That was very emotional. It yeah, was. Probably, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't watch it. For those of you who don't know, don't know how it happened. So of course they introduced the team in that they bring out. Um, David, I believe it was David Perron. Um, I th- yeah, I believe it was David Perron came out with the Clarence Trophy, Ryan mm-hmm. O'Reilly with the Conn Smythe, and then they had, with the players coming out behind him, you saw the cup. And then when Petrangelo came, came out, yeah. he he was the last to come out, of course, their captain, and okay. he brought the cup out with him, and he raised it in St. Louis because they won it on the road, obviously. Yeah. So a great little thing went around the ice, and they, they watched their banner raising. Now, I've never, I don't think about Montreal winning the cup. Because I I am not kidding. I tear up every time I do. I picture if somehow Carey Price got to lift it, and it's too emotional for me. I am I, did I am it last night. 
Yeah. With the Leafs. Yeah. Yeah. Well, then you know what? How about we talk about the Leafs? But before we move on, how about St. Louis? I I asked this question. What does Justin Falk do? Okay, so I I actually have something written down. So this because I, I. I went to the Leafs game last night, so I didn't get to watch the rest of the games. So this morning I watched the like the highlights that the NHL puts out, and I wrote down one thing from that game that I thought was that was out of the ordinary. Like obviously I could have written down Ovechkin, but everyone already knows that Ovechkin is going to score fifty goals. So I wrote down Falk and Petrangelo pairing. Oh yeah. I don't know if you noticed, the left, but right? they are playing Falk and Petrangelo on the same line. Which we talked about last which episode. Which would be deadly. Funny you talked about that. I remember remember the World Cup of Hockey? Yeah. Mike Babcock he played Alex Petrangelo on the left with Brett Burns. Yes. Yes. So like yes. Because I guess I guess Petrangelo can play on his offhand. Uh it, it was pff, that that's that could be a deadly, deadly pairing. Uh, I so I'm I can talk about the Leafs, Adam. That's okay. Actually, you know, let's just keep going. There are a, a few more things about the Blues I want to bring up quickly. Um, shout out to the St. Louis Police who are going to have symbols of the St. Louis Blues Cup win throughout the entirety of the season on their badges. I think that's really cool. Um, shout out to the young girl Layla, who of course was a big part of that playoff run. They gave her a cup ring, yeah, I which saw was that. sensational. And of course, they got their rings over the past week. Um, of course, those Blues who have moved on, like Pat Maroon, will get them when they come into St. Louis for those games. But um, the rings are really nice. Um, it's If you go on social media, go to St. Louis's Instagram. They actually have um, a couple pictures detailing all the rings, stuff like their series wins, a, a thing to Layla. Um, it's, it's actually really, really cool. So go check that out. So, yeah. Going on to the Leafs, now of course. Now I can go on to the Leafs. Last night, uh, their home opener. Yeah, I was there. Alex, you were lucky enough to go to the game. Yeah. So I have quite a bit written down, to be honest. So I'm gonna hand the floor over to you oh, two as the big Leafs God. fans here. Yeah. Because um, I actually have some questions. Okay. Yeah. So questions. go shoot. You're 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 playing host now, Alex. Okay. This is so, up to you. Uh, for those of you who don't know, yesterday was the day that we all knew the captain was going to be announced. Leading up, we didn't know when, we didn't know when, and then Babcock said the uh, Tuesday night that tonight, that tomorrow night would be the, the announcement. We spent half of yesterday complaining that Jason Spezza was going to be was wasn't going to be in the lineup. Now, Adam ha- Adam Adam has his hand up. I was Before I was I hoping I would nonchalantly. Try and give you a signal there, Alex, but you just went full iceberg. Yeah. Adam has something to say before I ask Daniel my question. Well, I was going to make reference to a Flintor tweet okay. about how um, I'm going to I'm gonna get it up. I wasn't okay, gonna... so can I ask Daniel my question? Yeah. You okay, just... Daniel. God damn it, Alex. Daniel, personally, I didn't think it was a big deal. I'm like, whatever. It's Jason. I understand the importance. Uh, there's a lot. I've heard quite a few people saying, "Oh, it's really disrespectful." Uh, Babcock doesn't care. Whatever, whatever. Listen, you, we. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it was just announced that uh, Spezza, uh, Justin Hall, and Nick Patan are coming in next for next game. Uh, Shore, Timishov, and Marinson, I think, are out. Right. Um, I believe so. So we're gonna see a lot of rotating. Yeah. In the bottom six. In the bottom, bottom six. Pairings. Is it really a big deal that Jason Spezza 
your fourth line center slash winger missed the first game? I don't think so. You know, we look back on 2000. Like, you know, this is not 2006. Jason yes. Spezza, this know. is 2019. Jason. Almost. How old is he? Like, this like is this is his last year. For sure. Like, you know, he was he was the fourth line center on Dallas last year. He almost, is 36. Making almost, there. what, $8 million on that yeah. like, last contract. Um, he took a discount to come to Toronto. Huge and, discount. You know, he's not your not top huge, six guy sorry, anymore. Not huge. You know, the, the legacy is there. I yes. Think, for sure. And I think that's where the problem started. Oh, he played for Ottawa. Uh, he should get to play his home opener. And he even came out, he came out and said, obviously he's disappointed, but... Uh, like uh, he understands, and I wrote down uh, something that Babcock said, something about him needing to be up to speed for the penalty kill. I don't know if you read that quote. It, it was yeah, something along the lines of "we're He's scratching to him speed, to give him yeah. another practice he to need, get used to it." I'm sorry, but you, I under like this is the, like kind of my counter argument. Like, just say he does. You don't want him to start. Like, don't ma- don't bring this up. Like, what's the point of training camp? Everyone else is. Everyone else is up to speed, except Jason, 36-year-old veteran Jason Spezza. Now, Spezza's not a penalty uh, penalty kill guy. He's a power play guy. Yeah. He's been a power play guy his most of his career. So I, I, I get it from that standpoint. He needs to change to he needs to change that mindset to the penalty kill. I think so, too. I remember when he first got signed, everyone was expecting that he'd center the third line and Alex Kerfoot would play on the left. Yeah. But I don't see that happening right now. No, I don't see that happening either. Uh, I found the Flintor tweet. Okay. It's um, First of all, the printout, uh, it was two pictures of Kyle Dubas. Uh, hockey Twitter is back in full force. Uh, sorry, hockey is back in full force, but so is hockey Twitter. And it says... It has been exactly zero hours, and we are ready to set everything ablaze over a fourth-line switch-up. Yeah, like, it's really not a big deal. Like, we are starting what could potentially be the best season in recent history. Can I read you guys a Mike Commodore tweet? Yeah. Oh, no. Uh, so, by the way, I took this at 7.30 yesterday, the screenshot of this tweet. Um, at the time, it has 6,855 likes. Mm-hmm. 1,000 178 retweets and 226 comments. Folks, Spezza is a very well-respected, long-time NHL veteran. He signs with his hometown team, has a good camp, playing in Leafs home opener against his former team is a big deal for him. Babcock scratches Spezza, textbook scumbag move from the biggest fraud in the game. Oh, come on. Really? Uh, (laughs) Is that it or is there more? That was the tweet. Like, that's ridiculous. Like, okay, he. It's what different. are the chances it's, that Jason Spezza took a discount to come to Toronto? Are you telling me that no other team offered him anything? Oh, I would You're be telling amazed me, like, if no one else gave him anything. I'd I be would amazed. be so amazed if the Ottawa Senators didn't call him. I would be so amazed if a team like Edmonton didn't call him because you know they love their veterans. Yeah, oh, we're getting to Edmonton later. Yeah, oh, we're getting to Edmonton. Don't worry. Um... I, it's just like, th- why focus on that on opening day? This isn't him scratching Mike Madonna. No, it's not. It's, no, it's it, not. People need to get that out of their head. Uh, breaking news, by the way, Lou Lamorello has said that Joss Hosang's representative has yeah. have asked for a trade. I saw that. I was going to bring that up later. So, so we will get okay. to the waivers later, but I just yeah. wanted 
Breaking. Breaking. News during That's the show. First. Incredible. Um, so I kind of broke it down period by period, but I'm just going to do a quick, if you don't mind. Yeah, uh, go ahead. I this conversation with Daniel. So I don't know if you got to watch. Did you watch? get to watch the game? Yeah, I watched the game. I don't know if they showed this on TV, but did any of you see the tribute bit video that they did? Oh, yeah. That was pretty funny, right? When right when Connor, Connor Brown, Brown got penalty. Yeah, so everyone's standing box. up clapping, <laughs> and they put Connor Brown on the screen, and everyone's just waving. Um, okay, oh. so according to oh, Bruce Arthur, Ron wow. Hainsey ignored the video tribute. Uh, Nikita Zaitsev didn't seem too impressed by it. And Tyler Ennis waved, which was good, right? Yeah, so did Connor Brown. Yeah, TJ Smith looked up, and Connor Brown, you know, he raised his stick in acknowledgement from the penalty box. So, yeah. classy guy. Okay, I'm, like, is that a big deal? Like, it's a trivia video. It's true. Like, okay, how long has Ron Hainsey been playing here? Like, Two, three years? I think that it's his. It, that would be three years. Three years, yeah. Nikita Zaitsev has been here for two years or three years. We all thought seven. And, <laughs> yeah, not thank God, not seven. And it, obviously, I don't think he like he says he liked his time in Toronto. I really doubt it. Like two seasons for Hainsey, by the way. Two seasons, sorry, two seasons for Ron Hainsey. Like, there's, I don't know how much of a, an attachment they have to this club. Tyler Ennis was here for a year. Connor Brown is the only one I really expected to show something. Hey, he came through the system. He came. He was drafted. Came through the system. Uh, played. How many? Like he played with the Leafs for how long? Like since 2015, 16. Since the dark times of since the times of hell. Since the times of hell. He's been a Mar- he was a Marley in fourteen fifteen. That yeah. was his first thing in the Leafs yeah. organization. Um, so I think we should start with obviously. The 25th, right? 25th, 25th yeah. captain of the Toronto Maple Leafs is John Tavares. I love the choice. You saw this coming? Yes. Um, okay, so, you know, we talked about it before. The whole, yeah. Like, you know, I love Morgan Riley. Yes. Um, but, you know, John's the guy. And I see, I, I can see why John's the guy. Uh, he's been captain before. He's from here. He's... Kind of, he rese- literally resembles what this team is. Like, I don't know if you've like listened to how he talks, yeah, the, but it's literally like talking to Mike Babcock. <laughs> I don't know if you've noticed that. He handles media scrums really well. He does. And, and I think a lot of people were looking at Austin Matthews and Morgan Riley as those, uh, as other candidates as well, because they're part of that younger generation where they. I, I hate to use this word, but they I guess person they have a bigger personality than John Tavares does. I, and I just don't know how what way to describe it. They're part of that generation. That's what this team is. But I, I understand why they picked John Tavares. And apparently they picked John Tavares before the Austin Matthews incident. I think, yeah, we talked That's about what, that at the 31 Thoughts. Yeah, showing. but Dubis confirmed it last night. Yeah. Um, it was set in stone. It, it was set in stone. I don't know if you saw the video, the behind-the-scenes video. Yeah, it was great. I've never seen John Tavares smile and laugh at the same time. <laughs> I was, I was, what? Front he does foot. the, <laughs> he does that. I'm like, it's like Kawhi Leonard. It's like I heard that guy laugh once. I'm like, oh my god, he does that. No, the video, so, of course, was they brought his wife and his yeah, newborn son yeah. in and had his his newborn have the jersey with the C on it. Yeah, that was quite nice. Um, I have here in the first period that, oh, God. 
I just have oh god. I just have oh god. Twenty five seconds in. Oh, Connor and, Brown assisted on it, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Because uh, yeah, I yeah, saw the yeah, Sens yeah, tweet yeah. out that that was his one hundredth career point, and it had okay, to be against yeah. Cody CC. Yeah, it had to be Cody CC not man, not marking his man properly. Like, come on, why Cody CC? It's like I, so they started the game, and I'm like, this is just disgusting. Like, it's like they're not. It didn't look like they were trying, and I and I texted Adam. I'm like, I'm not gonna panic. I might freak out a little bit tomorrow. I'm like, not gonna panic. And then the second period started. And it's like, wow, this fourth line is a real pain in a good way because they're just throwing themselves around out there. And it's like, it's something we have not seen a fourth line for the Leafs do for a couple of years or do it properly, right? Like you have on the fourth line last night was Timoshov, Gautier, and Shore. And I thought Gautier, I think that's the best I've ever seen him play. Uh, Nick Shore played in the KHL last year, so I didn't get to see much of him. And then before that, it was with LA, right? I believe so. Devin, uh, Devin is was with Anaheim. Uh, Nick, Nick, Nick was with LA, uh, and I thought he's one of those guys that everyone said was underrated, along with Kenny Agostino. Nick Shore before playing in the KHL, it was he played for the Flames and the Sens and the Kings in the seventeen eighteen season. Oh, so okay, he, okay. he got bad. thrown around. My bad. So, so his former team last night he gets to play against. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and I don't know but like did you have any comments on that third line of Trevor Moore, Kerfoot and Mikhaev? I I like that line, you know. I thought Kerfoot was kinda I don't know, I was kind of like, you know, center's not his natural position. I thought it was. So was, did I remember he played left? He played so he Avalanche. started as a center, and I believe last year he was put at the second left wing. Okay, okay. But I don't know, he kind of liked it there, so I we'll see. I guess we'll see how he progresses as a third oh, line. Deal always, uh, looks so much better now, like the Avalanche deal. Oh yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. We'll talk about the Avalanche later. Because oh. I, mm. I so the at the beginning I'm like oh the third line isn't like isn't my favorite and then they kind Patrick of Patrick Marlowe? Hell no, hell no. I don't miss Patrick Marlowe. Um but then I'm like maybe they don't like the chemistry will come because they're all skilled players. Yeah. Uh it's just I didn't think that chemistry was there and then by the third period I'm like, you know what, they convinced me. Um Scott Sabrin. Mm. God, why did he have to score? I know. Why of him? Did, like, why him did he have to score? I don't know if you noticed, but I noticed that a lot of the time when Matthew started his shift, Sabrin was on the ice. Oh, yes. Every single time. The line matchups like that? I think so. I don't know what was going on, but as soon as Matthew started his shift, I always saw that Sabrin was on the ice, and then about halfway through, he was off. The moment he scored, they cut right to Matthews. Yeah, of course. You they, have to. You have to. By the way. You have to. You, the Leafs are lucky that Bobby Ryan didn't have his foot on the ice on that offside because if yes. that Hainsey goal counts, I think that the that's it. Changes the Could, whole game Kachuk already took the energy out the building with that quick goal to start the yeah, game. Oh, if that sure. Hainsey one was in, this is a much different conversation. Can I just say Austin Matthews has a one timer? Can I just Ooh. can I just say it? Oh. That was a beauty. That was lovely. Like just right to him. And I think it was like one thing that a lot of people criticized last year is that Matthews just didn't have that one timer. Is he had to get the puck, 
get ready and shoot, which obviously was a quick motion, but that if he had that one timer, that's that's it. Him and Nylander are going to murder teams. Just oh, I I can already feel it. Can we talk about that power play? Like, that power play dominated. Oh. Listen, they went what? I they well they went over 4 at one. They were over 4 at one point. Yeah. But wow. The chances they took like it was great. It was a it, and I remember someone behind me was like, "Oh, this power play still needs work, especially the second power play unit." But I'm like, it looks different from last year. The way they're playing is not the same. It's more fluid. Yes. The chances. Yes. Um Rasmus Sandin Wow, that guy looks like a pro out there. I don't know if you saw him last they night. Did. Steal he... the pick, I think now. Oh, I know it's too early to tell, but I think so. Man, that guy looks awesome. You know what's interesting about that Sandine situation is is they were talking about it on the broadcast. Is the great when they first drafted Sandine, a lot of people thought, "Oh no, it's, it's Dubis." One it's of another boys. Greyhound pick, but yeah. it was just it was the right pick because. Of the of, of of Dubis was there when they first got Sandy and how they developed yeah. him and all that, so they just knew him that much better. And yeah, what was he 29th? It's it's looking like a real. Good it's player. a nice. He's. I mean, listen. He's playing with Marinson. Next uh, Friday is going to be playing with Justin Hall. Literally throwing him like the wool. Like what the hell? Like there was. Listen, he was put in a situation last night and it impressed me. As a 19-year-old in the NHL, it impressed me. He, there was Marinson, tried to throw a nice crisp pass to uh, someone. I don't remember if, who it was, but he ended up icing the puck. We won the face-off. I think Marinson had the puck, went right to Sandine. Sandine walked, walked right past the blue line, our blue line, and just dumped it. And they did the change. And it was like the most seamless transition. Very nonchalant, you know. He looks, he looks like a pro. He looks like a pro, and that's the last thing I'm gonna say. You, you know last what's thing I'm the, say. you know the best part about that whole situation with the defense is as good as Sandine was, he wasn't their best defenseman last night. No, he was not. Tyson Berry. Wow, <laughs> Tyson Berry. He made like I'm like my mouth dropped. On multiple occasions. Like, listen, he's not the perfect defender. There were times where I'm like, what the hell is this guy doing? Like, this, the given, there's turnovers, whatever. But there were times where I'm like, oh my god, this is like the best right-handed defenseman the Leafs have had ever. It was funny that at first people were like, oh, he's the left-handed Jake Gardner. Maybe defensively, yeah, but offensively, no, he's, he's a step above. He's more consistent. He's a, so Jake Gardner is what? What would you consider Jake Gardner? A three or a four? A three on most teams, a four on Carolina, probably. I'd say in Carolina, he's no, a four but like, or five. what would he? So he's a three. Like you'd consider him a three. He's a three on Montreal. Yeah, Tyson Berry is a two. At, is a two. Would yeah. you agree? Yeah. Tyson Berry is a number two defenseman, and it showed last night. Now, the last, this is the very last thing I promise. Uh, have you seen uh, Ilya Mikhaev's face? Yeah. <laughs> Does he not look a little bit like Igor Ozhiganov? 
Slightly, yeah. Like, <laughs> because last year, like, all right, someone said last year that all Russians look the same. I'm like, no, you're lying. They didn't. Oh, no. No, uh, no, that, no, no. That is, that is racist. Like, that's, that's not not true. But they look a little bit like. That's all I'm going to say. Just the Leafs connection. It's a Leafs thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do we want to talk about waivers or some signings first? Or um, hockey cards? Ooh. We'll hockey cards after. Yeah, we'll do the hockey cards at the end. Bastards. Do you want to talk about Vegas San Jose? Oh. And then we'll go into and then because I have I have some things written down. About Vegas San Jose? Yeah, like last night's game. I unfortunately could not watch it, so I'm gonna leave it up to you. Okay, so I have a couple things. Yeah. I don't know if you saw Mark Stone's goal. Yeah. But the, sweet lord, that went right through. Just keep in mind Evander Keane, who we can talk about in a second, yes, and Eric yes. Carlson weren't playing. Personal yeah, no, I know, Carlson, I know, I know, I know, I know. And and you, listen, Eric Carlson not playing. That defense looked scrambled. It looked messy, and Vegas just took opportunity after opportunity after opportunity. And I have here a question: Did Jones save San Jose from an even worse loss? Because I think it ended four one. It ended four one. It could have been like six or seven. Like they were, there were so many opportunities, and I felt bad for Martin Jones because San Jose was on the power play, and Vegas had a two on o, a two on o. I think it was Dmitry Filipovich tweeted out something along the lines of their penalty killing unit might be more deadly than most teams five on five unit. Honestly, like that thing was, it, it was like it just stole the puck and off. Like a, nothing. A lot of people were talking about that Vegas could do it this year. They might. And with a full season of Mark Stone beneath them. I, I think I underestimated Vegas. We just need Mark. They just need Mark Andre Fleury to be good. That's that, it. But that's yeah, it. Vegas, they could be that big Western juggernaut. So keep an eye on them. Oh. Alex, anything to say? No, that's it. Can, Daniel, Daniel, I mean, I mixed Daniel. you up again, didn't oh, I? It's okay. <laughs> Jesus Christ, I'm going to keep doing that. I'm no so problem. sorry. I was doing that on Tuesday night, too, with you guys and Josh. Jesus Josh. Christ. I agree. Like, Vegas could be that juggernaut coming out of the West. San Jose, I don't know. They have the talent on paper, but they really didn't show up yesterday. No. Not I at all. They left Martin Jones hanging there. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they did. You know who's still amazing? Uh, are you going to say Connor McDavid? Alex Ovechkin. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think I saw Dmitry Filipovic oh. tweet out he had 14 shot attempts and he made Jay Bomeister look like a fool last night. Yeah. Oh, Jesus it was, Christ. It was bad. Before everyone gets excited about Matthew scoring 50, Ovi's still Ovi, by the way, ladies and gentlemen. So always keep him in mind. Um, I guess, yeah, let's talk about the Oilers. They pick up a big win last night <sighs> to start the year. Considering how disastrous the last season started for them, good for them to start, but it was thanks to a three-point effort by Leon Dreisaitl and, of course, Connor McDavid beating three guys on the game winner. Oh, boy. Do you want me to start? Yeah. I, Alex has a lot the, to do say. Do you want me to do the waivers stuff, too? Or should I save that for later? Well, see, let me bring up this tweet. Because it's going to get into what we're saying. So if I've never been as interested in the waiver wire as I was a few days ago. Can um, I list you some of the names that were on the waiver wire a couple of days ago? Be, before you do, listeners, keep this in mind. Okay. This was the Oilers' uh, line practices uh, a few days ago. Oh, I I the top line was Neil, Yurko, McDavid, 
Dreisaitl, Cassie, and Nygaard, Nuge, Jason, Granlin, Shehan, who didn't even play last night, Archibald, and Kyra. Now, Alex, talk about some of the people that were, that were on waivers. Can, before I do, can I just say how interesting it is that they're on three separate lines? Oh, can the Nuge, Leon, and yeah. Connor? Can yeah. I just say how interesting that is, and they actually won last night? Well, yesterday, Leon Dreisaitl played on the left. On the second line. On the but he was on the second line. Second line. He was on. He, he was not on McDavid's no. line, and Nuge was on the third. No, he played second line center. Okay, well, you know what? They split up McDavid and. Gaden Haas was the who? line center. Who? We thought. I thought Scott Sabrin was the who guy, but who? Okay, let's go through some names. These are the names. So I wrote down some names that would be realistic for the. Edmonton Oilers. People who were available on were waivers. Were available a couple days ago. Days I actually have ago. the full list but from Jonas Siegel but from The Athletic, but I'm not going to go through the entire thing. Josh Hosang, one year left, 874000 He's going to be an RFA at the end of the year. Good winger. These are all wingers. Nikolai Goldobin from Vancouver. Yeah, I was surprised he didn't get 900000 one year left, RFA at the end of the year. Nick Patan, 24, 775,000, two years left, RFA. Daniel Sprong, who is 22, 750,000, one year left. Marco Dano, who's 24, 800,000, one year left. And this is the oldest player on my list, Kenny Agostino, who is 27, 700,000. And thirty-seven thousand for two more years. Uh, quick thing about Daniel Sprong: only played forty-seven games uh, with Anaheim. He did play games with Pittsburgh, but clearly it didn't work out. But when you got to change the scenery in forty-seven games of Anaheim, fourteen goals of yeah. nineteen points. So put this, that guy with McDavid. Actually, surprised. Like Anaheim needs goals. Okay, so. That day, they sent down Sam Gagne and Matt, uh, uh, sorry, Brandon Manning. But they only ended up sending down Sam Gagne. But because his contract is 3.1, uh, they still have $2 million against the cap. Yeah. So now, I'm looking at, I was looking at. The Bring up to you um, the teams that are against the cap quickly. Give me some context. Uh, Vegas. Yeah. Who, of course, are good. Hey, we all know that. Fair. The Coyotes, but you know those are the ghosts of Marian Hosa and all that. There, the Bruins, a fantastic team, of course. The Sabers, which oh, that's a problem that I didn't know was that bad. Pittsburgh, who have injuries right now, but you have Sidney Crosby. The Leafs, who are very good. Dallas, who are amazing. And then there's the Oilers. Yeah, I, I don't understand like how they're so close to the cap. Eighty nine thousand seven hundred and seventy dollars. Yeah. Do you in have cap their space. you have their cap friendly open? I right? do. Can you go to their buyouts? Oh yeah. Um, they have like four million dollars just in buyouts. Would you like me to read them to you? Uh, it's like uh, Andre Sequeira and like Benoit Pouliot, right? It's two more years of one point three 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 for Benoit Pouliot, three hundred thousand for this year for Eric Griba, yeah. and then four more years Andre Sequeira is at two point five million for the next two years, and the last two years are one point five million. So almost four million in buyouts. Four point one three 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 this year. Come on. Like that's insane. 
And then they're also retaining on Milan Lucic. May I ask, I'm going to give you guys a name, and I want you to tell me, are the guys on waivers better than this player? Yeah. James Neal. Let's just start with him, eh? James Neal is an interesting one because he had a bat. He did have a good season. So if he he could easily have a bounce back season, it's I don't think he's what what's he at five points five point seven five for four I don't more years. Know if he's at five point seven five, Alex Chasel. Oh yes, there's players better. Marcus Granlund. Yeah, there's better players. Yeah. Zach yeah. Cassian, who makes nearly two million. Yeah. Yes. Josh Archibald. Who? Josh Archibald. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Thomas Yurko. You know I. I you know what Thomas? Guy. I yeah. I heard Thomas Yurko could be a good player. Patrick Russell. I don't even know who that is, but yes. Yeah, so, yes. Joachim Nygaard. Um, I don't know. We'll I don't see. know because he's never played in the NHL. So, so far... He lit up the, the Swedish league. Yeah. We have an asterisk on James Neal, Joachim Nygaard, and Thomas Yurko. Pretty much. I think that says enough about the situation they're in. It It does. Compared to the guys they could have gotten for free, but oh wait, they can't click. At first, I was like, "What? Once you send down Gagne, that you must have the space." But they didn't. Well, they said so. They sent down Gagne, but they didn't send down Brandon Manning. So they they probably would have had the space to acquire one of these guys, but for some reason, who? What were you telling me today? Uh, earlier, they sent down Brandon Manning and brought up or Ethan Barron brought up Evan Bouchard, right? Yes. Okay, like, that helps, I guess. Like, I don't know in what sense, because this team's going to be a nightmare. Like, you have to remember... Oh, no, no, sorry, it was... Sorry, um, it is... They put Adam Larson on LTIR earlier and called does, Evan Bouchard. Does it say so, what his injury is? Um, Not yet. Okay, so he's on LTIR, LTIR, so they have a little bit of money to spend. That's 4.1 of his cap hit is... is um. On it now. Yeah. Well, it's too late now. Like, every everything's done. Everything's done. Another guy who went on waivers while we're quickly talking about it. Um, is it Sven Barchi? Yeah. How in the world wow. no one claims Sven Barchi? Do you know why no one claims Sven Barchi? Because his cap hit is 3.36. Now, it's not the player I'm... Con- that It's not the cap hit and the player I'm concerned about. I'm con- I'd be concerned about... No one claimed them because they have don't have the money. Also, his concussion history... Yeah. He played 26 games last year, and in those 26 games, he had 14 points. A good player, yeah. Okay, what team What team is missing a middle six winger? That's what Sven Berchi is, a middle six winger. Would you agree? Yeah. What team is missing a middle six winger? Other than Edmonton, we already know. <laughs> um, I'll give you a name. You tell me if these, guys, these teams need a winger. The Sens? Yeah, they could use it, but I wouldn't bring that type of let the kids situation. Yeah, team. I would let the kids play. Columbus? They need everything. Yeah, they need <laughs> offense. Except, yeah, they, the only thing they don't need is defense. Anaheim? Uh, they like their kids play. Yeah. Like Troy Terry. Yeah. Like they're, they're rebuilding somehow. I don't know. Uh, I'm guessing. I was going to ask Buffalo, but their cap nope. situation is a mess. But no. I think they could use them. They need players up front. Yes. But I don't know if it's Sven Berici they need. Well, I would, lo- I would take a look at some of the other guys I listed. Those are bottom six forwards. And they're cheap. I, and they're cheap. I would take that for Buffalo. Hosang's a weird one. Let's talk more about him because, of course, okay. as we found out earlier, he's asked for a trade. Everyone kind of assumed it was going to happen. Now, of course, they talked about this in the 31 Thoughts live show is uh, the same issue the guy like Ryan Merkley has. Top five skill in a draft, but its ability to play 
the team game is difficult. Now, of course, the game when you play in the CHL, it's more one-to-one playing, but of course it's a lot different in the NHL. Sorry, can I just confirm something? Yes. Uh, So John Shannon just tweeted out that... uh, Larson has a break just above his ankle, and he'll, be, and he'll be in a boot for a while. That's that's bad for them. Yeah. Last episode, by the way, I called Adam Larson trash, and I'd like to apologize <laughs> for that. I was very angry about that post. He was quite upset. So, um, but no, that's that's bad for the Oilers. Uh, anything else to say? Uh, you wanted to bring up something else about waiver guys, right? Or are we good to move on? Well, I, I, I just, I guess I'll sum it up. Like, I don't know why the Oilers wouldn't take a chance on this. Like, you want, oh, you got to send Brandon Manning down? Big deal. Big deal. Well, funny how when Edmonton traded for yeah. him. Yeah, I like, never got that. Uh, he injured McDavid. Like, figure it out. I don't know. But, like, send Brandon Manning down. You can bring up one of, you can take one of these guys. I'm so surprised. Even you, to be honest, even Ottawa. Like, someone like Daniel Sprong? I think anyone whatever. can use him, yeah. Whatever, man. He's 22. If he doesn't work out, trade him. He's on RFA. You'll get a pick or something for him. Mm. But that the fact that some a team like Edmonton, whose wingers are not good at all. Subpar NHL players. Subpar. I'm hopeful for James Neal. Yeah. It, James Neal and Thomas Jericho, we said, we're not sure about. But look at the type of play. These are all under 25 players except uh, Agostino and Verci. And they didn't even try. Why? That's what I'm concerned about. Also, shame on the rest of the teams in the league. Let's yeah, not give them anything. Well, no. So I'm not I'm not saying. Well, obviously, some teams literally could not do it. But like yeah, the, some of the teams that you listed before literally just could not. Take him out. But the Oilers are a team, especially that need wingers, cheap wingers, and they just kind of screwed it up there, to be honest, right? Um, Yes. A game preview and a suspension. What do we want to talk about first? It's up to you, man. Um, uh, Daniel, do you want to talk about Evander Kane? I have some stuff. Polarizing guy. I have some stuff to say on Evander Kane. So, of course, he's been suspended for three games for abuse of an official. Uh, It could have been more. I think I'll just give my well. It could t- have been three, ten, and or twenty games. Yeah, that's I'm, the reality. I'm gonna give my little take on this quickly, and then I'll hand it over to you guys. Um, him and the official were both in the wrong. I feel. Um, Evander Kane needs to get it under control. They talked about this again on on Thirty One Thoughts thing. His temper against Vegas needs to be controlled there. Um, I've been on the record of saying that you know. Evander Kane seemed to calm down a bit when he went to San Jose, but there's still some stuff he's got to work out here. Um, well, on ice stuff. Yeah. Bef- before, it used to be off ice stuff, too. Yeah. He just needs to focus on the game. Like, yeah. He has the talent to be a, what, 30-goal guy every year? He scored 30 last year. Yeah. So, your guys' take on the whole Evander Kane situation, what they, like, San Jose is going to be out on for a few games here at the start of the season, which looks like they may miss Carlson for some time as well. I don't. I don't know. Just they have the depth to kind of like deal with it now. I don't know, man. You don't think not so? No, last night. Last night did not show me that. I'm gonna bring up daily faceoffs because I saw night, something. Yeah. You saw and the games, was... right? Yeah. Last night did not show me that they could. They could overcome the. Especially Carlson is uh, is a whole different story. But I don't, even Amanda Kane. Honestly, I just thought it was it was a messy scenario. And I agree with you on the. 
the fact that um, that it was on both sides. Like, did you see? Have both of you seen the video? Yes. Yeah. So he, the 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 ref is holding Evander Kane, like just holding him. Evander Kane loses, kind of loses his balance, and then Evander Kane falls, and because the ref is holding him, the the ref falls on essentially on top of him, and then Evander Kane gets up and goes on to shove, basically kind of give a a, sh- a small shove to the ref. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then he, I don't know if you, I don't know if you read his quotes, but I have some quotes from Evander Kane. Uh, saying like he dro- he said and he's trying to drive me into the ice, which is what he did. Uh, talk about an ab- talk about abuse of an official. How about abuse of a player? It's an absolute joke. I was just skating up the ice. Whistle went, minding my own business, and next thing you know, I get driven into the ice by one of the officials for doing nothing. I think all three of us can agree. If you go back and watch that clip, he was not trying to do nothing. He doesn't mention the mention the part where he accidentally slashed him too. Yeah, it, it, he does. He he doesn't say anything about the fact, like, oh, he was obviously skating towards. Uh, I think it was Derek Anglin, right? Yeah, he was hot. Let's be honest. Like, Evander okay, Kane was he hot. He was upset, and and I understand the ref. Like, the ref was trying to stop him. Evander Kane lost his balance, and then the ref fell on top of him. Uh, do you want me to quickly give you the San Jose's lines? That looks like right now. I thought Carlson yeah, and Kane. Sorry, last thing. Do you yeah. know Kane? Is not expected to appeal his suspension, which is fair. I I can see Batman bringing it up. Come on, like that's literally says it. Like he's not gonna appeal it. No. So this is uh, San Jose's lines now without Carlson and Kane. Top pair Burns Vlasic. That's fine. Second pairing Brandon Dillon and Dalton Prout. Third pairing Mario Ferraro oh, and Tim Heed. Uh, at forward it is. Timo Meyer, Logan Couture, yeah. and Daniel Yurtekinen. Yurtekin. I don't know who that is. Okay. You know how Daily Faceoffs has the, the jerseys yeah. and you see the number and yeah, the name? Have, uh, they, they have numbers? They have players number. here who don't have the numbers. Second line, Tomas Hurdle, Lucas good. Rattle, Lean Bergman. No idea. I know Thomas Hurdle. Uh, Sorensen, Thornton, LeBanc. Solid. That's the third line. And I'm surprised LeBanc didn't, wasn't in the top six there. Yeah. And then... Dylan Gambrell, Barke Gludro, and Melker Carlson. I thought Melker Carlson should be. I feel up. like their their bottom two lines are better than their like second line. Yeah, that that second line is uh. <laughs> like, sorry, no offense to Logan Couture. If I'm but... them, I'm I'm just I'm throwing tur- hurdle on that that top pairing, switching the second or at least Kevin LeBanc up there, and yeah. I'm just riding those guys for a bit. If I need to, you throw out that for that um. The fourth line, but like that Bergman rattled. I don't know what you're doing there. Yeah, it's uh, it's a little bit messy. Um, do we want to talk about some signings? Sure, I have some things to say. Okay. Um, there's a lot to talk about with the Jets, so I want to get to them first. Um, oh, yeah. so I think we need to apologize to the Jets. Oh, we got yeah, we got you. this wrong. Listen, I actually have yeah, like I apologize. Can I, can I go first? Yes. I apologize to the Jets. I respect the Winnipeg Jets. They have a great forward core. But, but, their defense is a major issue right now. Without Dustin Bufflin, would you agree? Yes. Yep. I'd like to point out, point out that 
Dustin Bufflin was set to retire until, uh, who was it? Was it the GM? I believe it was the GM talked him out of it. Kevin Sheffield Day of. Kevin Sheffield Day of. So, what are the chances that Dustin Buff? Obviously, we don't know if he's coming back or not. But can you name me who their defensive players are? Oh well, I'm getting an up right now. Well, before without looking at it, I know that there is Josh Morrissey. Yeah, Dmitry Kulikov, who Dmitry is Kul- that's their first pairing. That's their first pairing. Sammy Nuku got sent down, but apparently he's hurt. He was injured, so... Tucker Pullman. Yep. Bowley was injured. Bufflin's question mark. Somewhere. Um, I don't know. Was it Neil Pionk? Neil Pionk. Neil Pionk. Yeah. Daily faceoff has their defense. Bottom pairing is Anthony Biedo. Yep. Tucker Pullman. Second pairing is... Remember how we just talked about how on daily face-off there are the players that don't have numbers? Yeah, who doesn't have a number? Um, Anthony Biedo and Vile Hilnolia. Oh, he they were he uh, he was the first round pick this year. Was it this year, Daniel? Which one? Vili Hinola. Oh. I mm. think he was this year's first round pick. If and not this year it was last year's. And then Morrissey Kulikov. Yeah, this was this, it was year. this year. He was twentieth. Uh, oh wow. Oh, he made the team. Yeah. So, and of course, Brian Little is injured right now. So it's Andrew Cop oh, centering Kyle Connor and Patrick Liney on this, which is interesting. But regardless of how their defense looks right now, if they have Bufflin back, it's fine. So the reason I bring that up is we were yelling so much about they won't have the cap to do this. And then all of a sudden, oh. they sign Liney to the bridge. They... Signed Kyle Connor to a seven-year, $50 million deal, AAV of $7,142,857 with a modified uh, no-trade clause in the last two years. He's had back-to-back 30-goal uh, seasons. This is, uh, I saw this from Dmitry Filipovich again. The Jets have 7.61 of cap space after signing Connor and Line. Dustin Bufflin's cap hit 7.6. $100,000. dollars So if he comes back... They did it. They freaking did it. It's unbelievable. It is. It's um, crazy. I apologize. But I still think their defense isn't that good. Yeah. Like, that's where their problem their problem is, especially if Dustin Bufflin doesn't come back because that's a whole separate problem. Uh, did you guys see the Patrick Liney quote? And Which why one? I Which one? The one where he said, I know I'll be good for the next two years. I'm going to score a lot of goals. Oh, he's banging on himself. And if, listen, even if he scores 30 goals, 35 goals, he's going to get paid, man. Yeah, good for him. He's a goal scorer. That's how how you get paid. And thoughts on Kyle Connor, seven years, 7.1 AAV. That's fine. Daniel? I think. Nothing out of the Jordan. Like, I think, yeah. Like, would you. Would you pay him more? He'd anchor his own line, I think. Evander Kane makes seven million. So Connor at seven years, how young he is at seven point one? I'll yeah. take it all day. I think he has higher upside than Evander Kane. Yeah, that's fair. I think he's a different type of player than Evander Kane. Yeah, though. that's where I, that's what I'd say. I, yeah, not that about losing his cool. I'm just saying him as a player is different. Yeah. Um, I guess another signing then. Oh no. Now this is one it's, I'm very excited to talk it's, about. It's coming. Now, uh, let me let me just read you a bunch of little numbers here. Uh, I know you're not supposed to do this, but I it, it is very important. Is it who I think it is? It's Miko Rantanen. God. Uh, the numbers are very important. Miko Rantanen signs a six-year deal, 55.5 mil, 
an AAV of 9.25, a modified, modified, no traded clause in the last two years, 87 points last year in 74 games played, 31 goals. Had more than 80 the year before as well. Now, I did some math. It is $1.555 million less than Mitch Marner. So... Why are you doing this to me? Oh, no, I'm not done. I already yelled. Of course, Mitch Marner has a six-year deal in AAV of 10.893. He's doing this to me on purpose. He's so, no, no, I got I, my last number I mixed up. Sorry, yeah, I, I was – I was yeah, sorry. The point yeah. I want to make is McKinnon and Ranton together make $15.55 million. Yeah. And then Toronto, Mitch Marner, of course, eight point, sorry, 10.893, million, sorry, 10.893, $1.6 million more than Ranton for those six years. Yeah. Um. Yeah. What do you What do you guys feel? Alex is looking out the window. He's not looking at me. I'm not looking at you for the rest so, of the episode. So Daniel, what do you think of the Nico Rantanen deal? Again, I want to point this out: fifteen million dollars to Rantanen and okay, McKinnon. Okay, I'm sorry, but you they gave McKinnon that deal at a time when that deal was popular. But no, giving I just, that type of deal was popular. Oh yeah. It's such an it was the old way of thinking. Marshan right? got that deal and right. everyone was like, "What?" Goudreau got that deal. McKinnon got that deal. Uh I I did I'll admit, I threw that I threw it in there just to to cause a bit much, I but I know that's exactly It's incredible what it is. for Colorado, isn't it? Yes, it's very good for Colorado like, until they have to sign Nathan McKinnon again and sign Gabriel Landeskog. Going by him. But uh, He's on his entry list. He's fine. What are you doing? Yeah. Hey, Why are you worrying about Bo and Byron? I think you yeah, should be. Hey, hey, I think you should be more worried about Kale McCarr than you are Bo and Byron. Um, he's winning the Calder, by the he's way. He's not winning the Calder. Kale McCarr. Um, listen, I'm not going to give it to you from a Toronto perspective. I'm going to give it to you from a Colorado perspective. I think this is a good deal. What a deal. I think it's a good deal, yeah. You know what came to my mind? But is this a... Okay, take away take away the Toronto... Take away Mitch Marner, the Mitch Marner deal. Take away all the other deals that happened. Based on the player that Miko Rantanen is, is this, is this a player a market value deal? Or was he underpaid? I, Daniel, what are your thoughts? I don't know. I'm like comparing Aho and Marner right now. It's like right in the middle. I don't think you can do that. No, no, no. no. I'm saying as if you look at how players have been paid in the past and consider that Miko Rantanen is going to be a great player, is this deal like a good market value deal? Like is this what he's worth? Is this what Miko Rantanen is worth? You know, I think so. Okay, Adam. Back to back eighty points. Yeah, I think he's getting underpaid. Really? You want to know why I say that? Tell me. Because uh, let me quickly just get up this guy. There's a couple players I want to compare it to quickly. Um, Jamie Ben. Yep. Signed his deal how long ago? He makes nine point five as a winger. Right, but would you consider that an overpayment for that for when he signed it? A, a bit, yeah. Because Jamie Ben hasn't really been the same. But anyway. Um, on the open market, Artemi Panarin, for example, got 11.6. On the open market. You have to compare the Marner deal. I know you don't want me to, but I, I have to here. You, but Daniel did. I'm asking you. Kane made 10.5. It just, based on other contracts and comparables, I, in my opinion. But that's not what I'm at. I know. We can make that argument He's all day. getting underpaid. I, we he can has make, 100 points under, this year. I understand, but we healthy. can make that argument all day. I'm asking you from a market value deal. Uh, is this a market value deal? Not based on comparables, based on how he's played. 
I still think it's under market value. Okay, so what's his market value then? I th- I would be well. So think of it like this: He's projected to get 100 points if he's healthy. Hits the open market. Yeah. I think he gets. Sorry, I know that's not what you're asking me, but like, I I would be amazed if he isn't. I would say he's worth around 11. Because Kane's ten point five. But you're still comparing it to you're still because you it have to, to compare it to other players. Well, okay, when here's the one it. contract you can you use as a base. You can't go higher than Patrick Connor Kane. Mc, you can't go higher than Connor McDavid. For now. For right now. Then yeah, he's. I think Rantanen's worth at least eleven. Okay, so who who's Com- in between that? Like, who would you pay more than Miko Rantanen? Other than Wingers? Connor McDavid. Because guess wingers. Yeah. Um, I would pay Kucherov. Okay, so how much does Kucherov get on the open market? Uh, he gets Connor McDavid money. So you're telling me that you'd pay Kucherov Connor McDavid money? I wouldn't want to, but I would give him because that he would get it. Okay. He would. It'd be a bidding war for him, I think, on the open market. So, you know. He had more points than McDavid last year. I think that'd be the new normal. Highest yes, scoring but season okay, if in you, Russian wait, 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 history. Wait, 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 wait. If you put Connor McDavid on the Tampa Bay Lightning, how many points does that man score? 300. At least. Yeah. Like, he scores a stupendous amount of points. Yeah, but he's still... You don't so you just can't get... Say, you oh, don't accidentally get 40 goals in that. He's still fantastic as a player in that. Take Kucherov off. Yeah. I think he's still a hundred point player by himself. Who? If he's got a competent centerman, Kucherov. Yes, of course. I'm not argue. Sorry, I'm not arguing uh, that Kucherov's not a competent winger if he doesn't have a good center. I'm just saying you'd pay him McDavid money if he hit the. O- yeah, I would. If he, he if is I'm that sorry. based on comparables or is that based on what you think? Okay, am I signing him on the open market? If you okay, if you had you can sign any player, what would you sign Kucherov for? What do you what what do you think is an appropriate? Oh, in a perfect amount? world? Yes, that's uh, what I'm asking. League men. No. Wow. Realistically, not league men. Uh, okay. Remember plus. remember when remember when we had the argument about Mitch Marner? How, what is Mitch Marner worth? Nine point five. And we said nine to nine point five because he's not Mark Stone. Kucherov's then I would say eleven as well. Think that's that's what I'm asking you. That is what I'm asking you. So what is Miko Rantanen? Okay, I'll go down to ten, but I'm not going under nine. Okay, that's he fine. was going to put asking, up hundred. I'm not asking you to go down to under nine. I'm just asking you if you think this is a fair market value contract. Because Mark Stone is is the best two way winger in the league, right? Yes. And he makes nine and one a half. One of the best two way period. Right. He and he makes nine and a half. What is Mark Stone worth? What do you got? We'll see. But if I sign Mark Stone, I get worried about when his foot foot speed falls off, because he's not the fleetest of foot. Right. And he's had some injury stuff in the past. Okay. And the way he plays. Yeah. Okay, so you're saying Miko Rantanen is underpaid. Yes, I I think Miko Rantanen is underpaid. Okay. I think this is a fair market value deal. Okay. I is th- Mitch Marner's? Mitch Marner's an absolute joke. We've had, <laughs> we've had this discussion before. I don't need to bring it up again. It's an absolute joke, but listen, I'm not going to freak out about it. I'd, okay, <laughs> can I give you my thought process? Yeah. Because I think I've had time to think it over. I, I knew going into this negotiation that Mitch Marner was going to get overpaid. 
I think most Leaf fans knew that. But I would rather pay, overpay Mitch Marner than overpay someone like Leo Komarov, Matt Martin, and Valtteri Filippula. Well, it feels like you're trying to say something about Lou Lamorello no, and the not, Islanders not, there. I'm not throwing jabs at anyone. Want to bring about how that Anders Lee contract is going to be a problem soon? Because yeah, and he's, Anders uh, Lee. Let's he plays bring, really hard. Yeah, let's bring in Anders Brock Lee Brock Nelson, too. too? Yeah, like you're telling me that you'd rather overpay those players than overpay Mitch Marner? Oh, God, no. Okay. That's that's my thought process. But we're we're in Toronto, so you kind of. Um, I know. Speaking of, if we want to really argue about, you want to know what makes uh what makes me really mad? Tell me. When things are going Chicago's way again, Daniel. Let me <sighs> ask you this. Good God. Um, Daniel, I want you to look at me for a second. Um, we had a three. We had someone sign a three-year extension. Kicks in next year. Alex to bring cat with the Chicago Blackhawks. That was a steal. Six point four million dollars for those for the next three years. After sorry, uh, three years starting in the twenty twenty one July first. Sorry, twenty twenty July first. Are the Hawks back? No. No. Not yet. No. Not right now. But I think in a couple of years when that defense. Okay. Adam Bogfist in a few years. Yeah. Like. If Alex Nylander can stay healthy. This can be a team. Well, I just saw a pigeon fly away. That was a good pigeon. I really think Dylan Strome continues his development in you, the system. Yeah. Yeah, you think he'd become – I think he'd be a solid second-line center. Yeah, man. I, I agree. I think he'll be a uh, – I think he'll be a solid, solid second-line center. You know what's really funny? What worries me is their depth, though. Yeah, like looking at their lines, like Andrew Shaw's listed as like a top-six guy. Oh, God. Brandon Sod's back on the – In line. defense of Andrew Shaw. Oh, here we go. <laughs> and based on the quote, he had a career year last year. But then on the other side, he has concussion issues and a big contract. But is he also not that type of player who, like, great player? But he's like that Anders Lee type player. He puts, I'm not saying he's Anders Lee. I'm just saying he puts everything in. Like, he just throws himself around. And he was bit. part of those deep runs. There's a lot of mileage like, on yeah. Andrew Shaw's yes, body. Yes, yes. That's, that's kind of what I'm getting at. Yeah. Like, like does that not worry you? Like, does that not worry you a little bit? I have it on good information. Oh. Um, that those close to Andrew Shaw wanted him to retire. Oh, really? Yes. How old is Andrew Shaw? Um, I will look that up in a second. Um, Andrew. But either way, we're both we're all in agreement that Chicago is lucky. Chicago is going to be good in a few years. Yeah, twenty-eight. By the way, mm-hmm. he's twenty-eight. Yeah. Holy snap. He's quite young. I thought he was in his 30s. Yeah. Well, but yeah, um, good for, for Alex. Actually, I'm surprised he signed that. I know. I thought he'd like let that thing push out a little bit until the summer. Yeah. So have another fun summer and talk about more RFAs. Yeah, well, goal scoring expensive unless you're the Blackhawks, apparently. Um, I guess we've talked about... Are we going to talk about Darcy Kemper? I'm so excited. Yeah, so why are you so angry about Darcy Kemper? I'm not angry about Darcy Kemper. I'm you, just saying... You downloaded a spreadsheet oh, yeah, to talk I download- about Darcy so I went, Kemper. I went on Hockey Reference, and I downloaded uh, his uh Darcy his Kemper stats, signs stats. a two-year deal, 4.5 AAV. Go okay. Ahead. Go ahead, Daniel. I'm Alex, sorry, gosh. You know that... They have anti-Ranta for the next two years. Yes. At 4.25. And just claimed Eric Comrie. And just claimed Eric Comrie. 
So when Ranta comes back, because I think he's day-to-day now, what do you do with Comrie? You're going to send him down. Or you're going to try to send him down through waivers. Yeah. Okay. What makes the sh- what makes the Arizona Coyotes so confident that a Darcy Kemper will have another season like he did last year? Can I read you his stats? Uh, Daniel, I see you have them right Tw- there. He's 27 and 20. Yeah. Uh, and eight. 27, 20, and eight. Mm-hmm. He had a oh, uh, 9.25 save percentage and a 2.33 goals against average. Great season. He has never played clo- cl- close to 55 games. Ever. He played 31 in, Min- in Minnesota in 14 15. So he's never had a career, uh, uh, like something like this what makes arizona so confident that he's going to replicate it not only this year but for the next two years that's what i that's why i downloaded this i'm looking at this i would not be confident that uh darcy kemper is what is that starting goalie money would like you kind of money i don't know I, I don't even know like what that would be. Yeah, I, I think because I think that's along the lines of what Leonard got in Chicago. So I think that's yeah. Daniel's got a really good point. Tandem, Tandem money. Yeah. yeah. Maybe that's what they're doing. The platoon system. And they're going to split it with Ranta. They're probably unsure in like the guy yet. No, man. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of money to have on your back end. It's yeah. only two years though. I know. I guess their thinking is um, okay. Anti rent is up next year. I think right. Or is he up this year? No, next year. He's up next season. So they at least have one more year of Darcy Kemper. And if if he's as good as he has been, then at least that's that's kind of their backup. And then they then they pay him. Yeah. But then by that time, he'll be uh, 31 or 32. So that's why I'm that's why I'm like, what are you do? What are they doing? It seems like another Arizona I, move. I have a soft spot for Darcy Kemper. Why is that? Uh, he was my goalie in my NHL 20 game. Oh, my God. He won three William S. Jennings trophies in the Vezina with That's me. why? That's why? Yeah, I love Darcy oh Kemper. That's a great God. name. Darcy Kemper. Uh, fellas, two more things we got to get to. There's yeah. hockey cards, and there's a game I want to talk about. Okay, do the game. Do the Montreal Canadiens are playing tonight. The real season starts avec le bleu blanc uh, they're playing the Carolina Hurricanes. What do you think? Uh, what do you guys think is going to happen tonight? I don't know. I think Sebastian Ajo is going to embrace it more. Going, embrace I was almost here. Embrace what? I was almost on Montreal. Should have been. Bergeron, yeah, thanks for dipping your toe in instead of jumping headfirst yeah, into the pool. Honestly. That, I think it'll be... Listen, I think I said this to you yesterday. I'm like, wow, this. I think the... Schedule makers did a really good job with um, most of the opening games. Mm-hmm. Ottawa and Toronto, Battle of Ontario, Washington, St. Louis, uh, the last two cup champions, Vegas and San Jose, and San Jose killer rivalry, uh, Edmonton, Vancouver. That will be a hopeful rivalry, rivalry if Ken Holland can work some magic. I don't know what the games are tonight, but Carolina and Montreal will be a nice. It's two fan bases that have come yeah. to hate each other very, very quickly. This goes yes. back. I think this goes back a lot further than people think. This goes back to the draft. I actually think two and three. Svechnikov, Kotkiniemi. 
Then it goes to near the end of last season, um, where it was Montreal and Carolina for a massive game. Carolina completely pushed Montreal around. Carey Price was the only reason they got a point in that game. They didn't deserve to get any. Thank God they got one. Not that it really mattered at the end. Then there was the Ajo saga. Jake Gardner. All this little stuff. I feel like the fans have this a lot. They think it's a lot worse than it actually is, but I think it's going to be a great game tonight, and I'm very excited for it. Uh, hopefully the lads win is all I'll say for I'm excited guys. too. Maybe I'll watch it. I'm looking at their lineup. It's like a lot of guys that... Sorry, which lineup? For the Canadians, like, they could prove themselves. Like, a lot of, like, Nick Suzuki mm-hmm. is apparently starting in the second line. Yeah, keep, keep second talking. Second line. Him. Jonathan Drew ends on the third line. He's, okay, wait, hold on, hold on. Uh, Drewin played a lot of time with Kokinemi okay. last year, so that's normal. So they're going to roll out the three scoring lines? Sorry, what, is, what, why is Nick Suzuki playing second line? He's playing the right side. Ah, uh, okay, that makes, that makes more sense. Yeah, no, he's, no, no, no. I was going to say, that's a hefty role to give a, how old is he, 20, 21? 20. Well, I, you know, Claude Julien did a really good job with Kokinemi last yeah, year, so but, I have faith yeah, for Kale Fleury in that. No, I I have I have faith in in that too, but I'm just saying like to put a 20 year old. It's not the type of second line that the normal Claude Julien's very roll four lines. If you want proof of that, Paul Byron's on the fourth line. Mm-hmm. And he score he's a 20 goal scorer, so it's yeah. it's it's a very much balanced squad if you look at it. Um, okay. And everyone, keep your eye out. I know it's a it's a third pairing, but it, Kulak it, and Flurry. Let me tell you. The analytics is going to be like Mark Dumont loves it, and of course you got Carey Price. You, I see Daniel. You have the daily face-off Carolina Hurricanes lines. You want to talk about those? Oh, pretty balanced as well. What's their uh, What's their first line? What are they rolling? Uh, Niederreiter, Aho, and Mc, Brock McGinn. Ooh, and where's uh, Teravainen? He's on the second line, playing the right side. Okay, with can you yeah Stahl, give the whole lines. Okay. Yeah, oh, Stahl. Congratulations for being named captain, by the way, Jordan Stahl. Forgot about that. Well, I'm so. I why we? I'm following in Eric's footsteps. <laughs> Sorry, I'm surprised they didn't play Teravainen on the first line. Daniel, can like, you? That'd be a deadly first line. Think about it. Uh, Teravainen, uh, Aho, and Niederreiter. I'm trying to mix it up. I guess having more of a grinding type of. Guy. I guess. Yeah. Wait, wait. So did you see is Svechnikov playing with Teravainen on the second line? Yeah. Or? yeah. And I think that's why. Teravainen's the playmaker, and Spechnikov... Is the goal scorer. Yeah, I like okay. that a lot. Well, can you read the defensive pairings? Because those are going to be Sweet fascinating Lord. to me. That's so Sl- Slavin, Hamilton, mm-hmm. and then Edmondson, Pice... Pesci. Pesci. Pesci, sorry. Gardner and Hayden Fleury. Okay. All right, then. That's interesting to me. Is someone it's missing? Wait, is someone missing, or is that team just um, really... Good? Let's see. Like, I feel like no, there's a, that's, no one's missing. No, I feel like I just felt like a def- big defenseman was missing. Yeah, they traded one. Uh-huh. <laughs> that's, that's why. I'm like, okay. All right. That makes sense. Fellas, I think it's time to get to the hockey cards. Okay. We started doing this last episode of the podcast, but we have hockey cards here. Daniel, you've supplied a lot. I've also brought my extra ones because right now in my lineup, I'm missing a left defenseman. How I many am, packs did you buy? I bought four packs. I'm missing, why? Why do you buy four packs? All right, I'm gonna sauce me a pack over. By the way, right. we have it. We have two extra ones before we get to those. Remember, fellas, the the way this works is we grab the middle card first because it's the special team one. Try your best not to look at your cards, and we'll have a little trade deadline here as well. All right, lads, wait, your wait. middle cards. Wait, wait, I can't. Okay. One, one, two, three. 
Alex, uh, what did you get? Carter Hart. Oh, and is that the special red kind? I guess oh, so. that's a solid one, Alex. I mean, Daniel, sorry. Gold etchings, Nathan McKinnon. Oh, that's a good card. Okay, he wins. I think I got that earlier. I got the same I card. He wins. Um, I have a Thomas Shabbat oh. uh, <laughs> game day action. Yeah. All right, I grab like the back game. card. Not One, good. two, three. I have Evgeny Kuznetsov. I have Max Pacioretty. I have an inaccurate card of Joe Pavelski on the Sharks. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> okay, Tim Hortons. Wait, who wins that round? Wait, which one? I have this one. I have Kuznetsov. Now mine's a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> I think Daniel might. I don't know. It's be- I'm sorry. Like I, get, I love Evgeny Kuznetsov, but I think it's between. All right, third one. Three, two, one. Oh, I got Elias Patterson. I got Tim Horton. Oh, no way. Yes. I got Max Domi. No, he wins. First Daniel of all. Daniel wins. I got I'm Tim sorry. Horton from Tim Horton. Yeah, yeah. I'm sorry. Daniel yeah. wins. All right, you had a clean sweep. Uh, I like Max Domi a lot, though. Then, fellas, let me ask you this. There are two packs left. You go ahead and take – you both open those both those last packets, hey. and then we'll do our trade deadline. Okay. Do we have to – can we just name all three cards, or you want to do it like uh, – No, suspense. Do we have to do this? Yes, yes. This is how it works. These are the rules. Hey, what do you want for I'm that? sure opening these packs is great for the, the audio. I do yeah, apologize, what want, but – What do you want for that Tim Harden? I do the third party. Uh, don't – hey, not, not, not yet. Not yet. No one more talking about trades yet. Okay. We're still, under, we're still at the draft. <laughs> all right. Three. Middle card. Okay. Three, two, one. Austin Matthews. Hey. I am excited. That is not the middle card. That was the middle card. Oh, it's the red one. Oh, you got some oh, good that's funny. Cards. You got Patrick Laine. No, oh, you got I, the... Is that an I all-star card? The Oh, those what? are the worst ones. The Calder, cards don't look good. Calder no. winner. All right. Either one you want. Three, okay. two, one. William Carlson. Brendan Gallagher. Oh. oh I win. No, I'm, I'm going to be trying to get that later. Okay, right. Yeah, you win 30 goal score. All right, right. last card. Three. Wait, I win or he wins? Um, Brendan Gallagher. Mm-hmm. Screw William Carlson. 30 goals back-to-back, Brendan Gallagher. Hart and sold the Montreal Canadiens. No, man. It's William Carlson. Okay, okay uh, three, well, okay. Two, one, go. Nathan McKinnon. Connor McDavid. Dude, oh! You win. <laughs> oh, that's he a wins. tough one. You win. All right, lads. So, what I have here is... so. Do you guys have any... Do we get any left defensemen? I, I don't think I'm going to be able to get Tim Horton uh, out of you, Daniel, but wait, I'm going to try. I'll give you uh, Carter Hart. Actually, no. I'll give you Henrik Lundqvist. All right. Hold on. Hold on. I hold think on. I'm keeping the Tim Horton one. I already have... Wait. Do, don't I already have Elias Patterson? All right. Hey, look at look here, Daniel. See, I have the gold edging McKinnon as well. Okay. All right. So, um, what did everyone get again? <laughs> I don't know. I lost count. Uh, Brennan Gallagher, Connor McDavid, Patrick Laine. Joe Pavelski on the Sharks, Nathan right. McKinnon and Tim Horton. All right, hold on. Just lay them out. I want to see, lay them out. I want to see what I can try and do. All right, I want Brendan Gallagher. McKinnon, Carlson. So, so here's yeah, what I'm McKinnon. I'm willing to offer you. Yeah, let's. All right, lads. So I'm I've, I'm moved here. So I see that you have a Brendan Gallagher there. I am willing to offer you a one for one for Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Okay. All right. Good deal. Good deal. Good deal. Thank you very much. Thank you. I'll take that. Um, I need a left winger. Do you have any left wingers? I have a left winger. Who's your left winger? Former Montreal Canadiens. I already have Max Pacioretty. Max Pacioretty. I already have Max Pacioretty. That's my only left winger. If you guys have any Ducks players, I'm willing to trade. Uh, Ducks? I don't have any. Did they make cards of them this year? I don't know. I I have this special... 
Uh, Elias Patterson. The gold edging? Uh, yeah. I don't want Elias Patterson. I think I have Do you one. Want Elias I don't. How about, come on, Tim Horton. I might keep that one. <laughs> no, you gotta. All right, so lads, I, these are some of the that? cards I have available for trade. Okay. Um, let me just quickly. I'm keeping Domi. And I'm up to trade Kuznetsov, so, so Monahan, Couturier, Kopitar, Backstrom. No. Do you have any defense? Um, I not with me today because I gotta I gotta replace Aaron Ekblad with Brent Burns. I got earlier. Are we good? I needed a left winger, I and I got another center and a right winger. This is a problem. I have so I have no defense except my two goalies who aren't technically defenders. Do you want to trade Carter Hart? No, but I'll give you Henrik Lundqvist. I already have a Henrik Lundqvist. Wait, what would you give me for Carter Hart? Um, what do you want? Well, what do you have? Here, I'll 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 give you I'll I'll show you my trade block, and we can figure it out. This must be so interesting to listen. Uh, to. Listen, this is in, this is what it's like when GMs do a trade. All right, so here's my trade block of players I'm willing to go. Also, can I Alex, read them out loud? Yes, uh, but before you do, I'm oh, going to already, give you. Oh, you already named these out loud. I don't yes. know any of these guys. These guys all suck. Oh, okay, whatever. Not Wait, Pasternak. For, yeah, no, no, I no, I don't want David Pasternak. Okay, then never mind. Give it back. Okay. But all right. So is that everything? That's the that's the end. Oh, no. I have gotten no cards I needed. <laughs> Brendan Gallagher will I replace someone, don't but make yeah. Defense cards. I have not gotten a single one. I I, I have I have good defense. My right four. side is Dowdy. Uh, I can't remember the other guy, and now Brent Burns. And my left side so far is Giordano and Hedman. I don't have a single defensive player. Oh, well, that's Except, a shame. Can I just play Mark Stone on defense? No, I I he's will. I do have an Aaron Eckblad I'm willing to trade though. He's basically a defensive player. Alex, like if defense. if you somehow get a really good left winger and okay. you want Aaron Eckblad, you don't I'll want do that Max Pacioretty. I have one. No, I mean you have two of them. Yeah, but I can't play two in my lineup. Oh, All right, yeah, that's. I think that's everything for today. Yeah. Uh, again, like, share, subscribe, share the podcast and all that. Reach out to us. Social media will all be on Twitter. Sorry, we'll all don't be in the description. A, Thanks for Alex. Don't you have a special announcement to make? Oh, yeah, I should do that. All right, so unfortunately, we're going to have a bit of uh, some downtime in the podcast. For two weeks. Uh, for two weeks. This weekend, Alex is busy. Um, next weekend, well, next Tuesday is my birthday. And then Happy the weekend birthday. after that, thank you. We have class that day, so you better bring me a present. You too, Daniel. I'll accept hockey cards. Okay, um, okay perfect. And then that weekend, we're both busy. <laughs> Thanksgiving coming up. I'm doing stuff for my birthday. Yeah. So, unfortunately, because we're both busy in different ways, uh, we're going to have to take a two-week break on the podcast. But we're now, starting a new chapter. In So, the way I put this to Alex is this episode is the end of the prologue to this podcast. And the real first chapter will be starting. When we come back, it's going to have a new look when it comes to the logo. We're going to have a proper intro. Proper intro. Because if you are a longtime listener, a.k.a. our moms or Daniel... You're gonna know we used to have that uh, that really weird music to start the show, but that is now it's gone. Cool. I didn't like it. I liked it. Thank oh. you, Daniel. Well, Daniel, <laughs> oh. Daniel, I know you're gonna try and come on the show a lot more I now. Know. I'll make more time. We're gonna try and get more guests, probably from around Ryerson, because those are the people we know. Um, and, and yeah, this is uh, this is goodbye for now. AK, like two weeks. We will be yeah. back. We'll have a sense of how the season has started. Who's a disaster? Who's a surprise? But until then, thank you for listening. I am Adam. Alex. Yeah, 
I'm Alex. And I'm Daniel. And thank you again, guys, for having me. Of course. No, thank you Welcome for anytime. On. I uh, need another Leaf fan on here every once in a while. Yeah. And Daniel, of course, you'll your stuff is all there. Go follow Daniel and get his writings and that. Um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Thank you. Goodbye. We love you.